Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Tuesday, August 9th. Today just so happens to be National Book Lovers Day. So try to make a little time today to pick up your favorite book, visit your local library or bookstore, and find your next favorite read. Or even better, buy a book for a child and help them find their own love of reading. Now let's check out the forecast over at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. And good Tuesday morning. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovheim. Warm and muggy out the door this morning. Early on, a slight chance of rain along the coast. Everyone else should stay dry initially. And then as we go toward lunchtime, we'll start to see a few clouds and a couple of showers and storms pop up. Temperatures start out in the 70s, go in the upper 80s at lunchtime. Low 90s for high temperatures this afternoon. Isolated showers and storms are going to be a possibility starting out near the coast around lunchtime, headed inland this afternoon. Rain chance today and tomorrow around 30%. Better rain chance Thursday and Friday as a cold front swings into the area. That front should push down to the south far enough that we have some lower humidity that arrives just in time for the weekend with lots of sunshine and a low chance of rain. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. Let's have a check of your morning headlines. Two people have been taken to the hospital after a shooting in North Charleston and police. They're searching for the person or people involved. As Ray Urena reports, the shooting shut down roads in the area for hours. Investigators were out here for several hours on Northside Drive in North Charleston yesterday, looking into a shooting that sent two people to the hospital. The shooting happened at around 4.30 p.m. near the intersection of Ashley Phosphate Road, just off I-26. Police have confirmed two people have been taken to the hospital, but they have not described the extent of those injuries, how old they are, or what gun was used in the shooting. Authorities also requested help from the Charleston County Sheriff's Office via their helicopter to help look for a possible shooter or shooters. Investigators say they have been getting conflicting information about the circumstances surrounding the shooting. We believe that's where the shots were fired. As I said, we don't know if somebody got out of a car. We don't know if it was a drive-by, passing car. We're still looking into all that. We have our detectives going to all the hotels up and down Northside Drive over here, uh, talking to people to try to get some witness statements. Police have yet to release a description of the suspect or suspects they're looking for, and they're expected to give an update on this shooting later today. Now, if you have any information that could help investigators, feel free to give a call to the North Charleston Police Department. Reporting in North Charleston, Ray Arena, Live 5 News. The South Carolina Attorney General's office says two Alabama men have been arrested in the Low Country after allegedly soliciting a minor for sex. Jail records show Christopher Holsey and Joel Hutchison have been charged with three counts of criminal solicitation of a minor. Along with those charges, Holsey has also been charged with one count of attempted distribution of obscene material to a minor. The Attorney General's office says both men were originally arrested in unrelated cases last Tuesday. As of yesterday, Holsey remains in custody and Hutchison is out on bond. 
Well, the Berkeley County Sheriff's Office says the investigation of a community tip has led to the arrest of a Goose Creek woman on drug charges. Authorities say Brianna Joy, she's been charged with two counts of trafficking fentanyl and one count of distribution of the drug. Over the course of the investigation, deputies say they were able to purchase approximately 18 grams of the drug from Joy. Now, authorities say a search warrant at Joy's home led to the seizure of approximately 20 grams of fentanyl, 2.8 pounds of marijuana, a gun and more than $3,000 in cash. We're learning new information on the three-vehicle crash that involved a charter bus out of Berkeley County Friday night. According to Highway Patrol, the crash involved a pickup truck, an SUV, and a charter. That charter bus caught fire, but crews were able to quickly put it out. According to Central Berkeley's fire chief, he says that one person had to be airlifted from the scene. EMS took eight others to the hospital. Four people suffered minor injuries that did not require hospitalization. The Charleston County School Board has denied a motion to bring back the district's former chief of staff. Erica Taylor's position was eliminated, which led to her firing last week in a surprise move. The denial came after an hours-long discussion behind closed doors last night in a special called meeting. The vote was 4-5. to five. If you'd like to see how each board member voted, we have that full list on our website at live5news.com. Just click on this story. Charleston County School District staff presented a wish list of items they believe would tighten security at schools. At the meeting yesterday, a total of 10 items were presented. Many items have been brought up by the community after school shooting tragedies around the U.S. Some of those things include weapons detectors and bulletproof doors. The district's executive director of security and emergency management says... The district should use money from vacant security resource officer positions to hire private security until uniformed officers can be assigned. The full wish list would cost the district around $60 million. That entire list of security improvements can be found at our website at live5news.com. With the school year returning for students, it also signals the return of long days for our teachers. South Carolina teachers have been expressing feelings over the fact that they don't receive a break during the day to do things like plan lessons or eat a lunch. But a new law will now address those concerns. The new law will guarantee at least half an hour of time daily for all elementary and special education teachers in South Carolina public schools. Some teachers might have to wait another year to see the break time as the law does not have to be fully implemented until next July. Gas prices in South Carolina have continued to fall. According to Gas Buddy, the state's average price dropped down to $3.56 per gallon. Prices in South Carolina are down more than 61 cents per gallon compared to last month. Yesterday, the cheapest gas in the Tri-County area was $3.37 at a station in Goose Creek. If you want to know where the cheapest gas is in your neighborhood, head on over to live5news.com and click on the traffic tab. The South Carolina Department of Consumer Affairs received nearly 4,000 complaints in 2021. And now the department has released its list of the most common ones. In the number one spot, the department has vehicle complaints receiving 622 issued complaints. Number two, the department has real estate transactions receiving 597 complaints. 331 complaints were filed regarding contractors landing. At four, there were 295 complaints filed 
about utilities and rounding out the top five, 260 complaints about landlords or tenants. The department says they saved consumers more than $1.8 million in 2021. Now you can find out more information about how to file a consumer complaint at consumer.sc.gov. The effects of inflation can be felt by everyone around the country, including here in the Low Country. The owner of the Southern General on Johns Island says inflation is the reason he's charging a 20% industry tax on his customers' bills. The business says that the money is going mostly toward keeping a full staff and paying them a livable wage. Economics professor Mark Witt says that when the cost of basic materials and labor goes up, it affects the cost of the end product. Witt says that the effects of inflation may impact small businesses before the larger corporations. He also says that it may take a year or two before inflation decreases and prices start to go down. Well, shoppers across the country have stopped buying higher price cuts of beef and have turned to buying chicken. According to Tyson, demand for chicken is surging. This is likely due to inflation, which is at its highest level in over four decades. Kroger and Walmart are reporting that consumers also started buying store-branded food over the more pricier national brands. As a result, Tyson says they plan on offering lower price cuts of beef and bigger packages that will offer more value. Goose Creek City Council is set to meet this evening, and one topic of discussion is an ordinance to modify the official zoning map of the city. If approved, developers are looking to bring some new mixed-use developments to the area. Live Five's Lauren Quinlan joins us now with more on what might come of this project if the zoning map is changed. Good morning, Lauren. Good morning. Developers are looking to bring a new mixed-use project that would include multifamily units, senior living, and retail spaces. The ordinance would change the initial zoning map, allowing developers to bring a new style of project to the area. Developers are referring to this project as the community. They are looking to bring 300 apartment units, 130 senior living units, and 32,000 square feet of retail space. The proposed site is along Highway 52 near the Colonial Heights neighborhood, Braymore, and the Beverly Hills neighborhood. Developers say the community is seen as a place to further the goals of the Greek Goose Creek Comprehensive Plan. One of those goals is to encourage a mixture of residential, commercial, and institutional land uses in a walkable setting, and the developers believe the community will do just that. Now, there are a few rules on what the space can and cannot be used for. A few prohibited land uses include a vape shop, gas station, and auto repair shop, but a professional healthcare office, dance studio, and restaurants are allowed. Tonight's meeting starts at 5.30 at Goose Creek City Hall. There will be time set aside for public comment at this meeting as well. Reporting live in Goose Creek, Lauren Quinlan, Live 5 News. Construction is underway for a new fire station out in Dorchester County. Officials say the new station will increase fire protection in the rural areas of the county and decrease the cost of homeowners insurance for those in the area. Molly McBride spoke to the Dorchester County Fire Chief about that station. She joins us live from Dorchester County. And Molly, tell us more about the benefits of this new station, of course, in that community. The Sandridge Fire Station is a volunteer fire station strategically placed to lower the fire ratings and decrease insurance premiums for homeowners in the area. It is currently under construction in Dorchester County down Sandridge Road. I spoke, I spoke to Trey Atkinson, the fire chief of Dorchester County, 
who says the addition of the station could drop nearby homeowners insurance premiums by half. He says the Sandridge Fire Station will protect rural areas in the county, which will be reflected by insurance rates. Being a volunteer fire station, it will not be fully staffed. But Atkinson says if a call is nearby, local volunteers can pick up a truck and gear from the new station and head out. The closest fully staffed stations are St. George, Harleysville and Ridgeville leaving what Atkinson described as a donut hole that none of the fully staffed stations cover. Atkinson says there are many benefits to having a station in that area. Number one, it, it helps when in, their, in their pocketbook because this is saving them money um, by, by putting this station up. And then, of course, it, it's also a community thing. We're bringing people together for a common cause, and it, it kind of helps build that camaraderie. Construction on the fire station is expected to be completed by the end of the year. If you live in that area and are interested in becoming a volunteer firefighter, visit live5news.com and click on this story. Reporting live, I'm Molly McBride, Live 5 News. On this date in 1974, newly inaugurated President Gerald Ford said our long national nightmare is over. Ford took over the presidency after embattled Richard Nixon resigned from office at the height of the Watergate scandal. Taking a look at the birthday file, comedian David Steinberg is 80. Actor Sam Elliott is 78. Actress Melanie Griffith is 65. Married with children's Amanda Bierce is 64. Actress Jillian Anderson from The X-Files is 54. And actor Eric Bana from Star Trek and The Hulk is also 54. Thanks again for joining us for Morning Y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.